what if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, welcome to Love Life and All Things Weird with your super scrumptilicious hostess, hostesses, Megan Soto and Suzanne Stoffer, and we are talking conscious business today. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? We're we're what? doing a radio show that is inspiring, overflowing, and completely awesome. Did you even did you even know that? That's on our That's on our radio ad before the show. <laughs> cool. Well, it's a lot to live up to, but I'm game. You yes, it? <laughs> I'm so in. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love being inspired. I love overflowing unless it's the toilet. And I like completely awesome. <laughs> You're fun today, aren't you? Super fun. So um, apparently, Megan, you and I have a lot to talk about with business and creating business. And I think it's um, it's true because you have been an entrepreneur, really, for 22 years. And I have been an entrepreneur. I was trying to think of how many years I've been an entrepreneur as well. I believe that it is uh, – I was 28 so what does that make? 17 years for me. 17 years for me, 22 years for you, that's 39 years of collective entrepreneurialism. <laughs> Is that how you say it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That That's how we're saying it. Mm-hmm. And you know so, what? That's kind, of, that's kind of the thing about entrepreneurialism, right? Is like people like – they wait till they think till someone says their idea is credible or they think it will work or you know and this is all kind of this trust myth that we're going to debunk today um but you know what entrepreneurs just say hey this is going to work we're doing this let's see what happens they test it you know and it's like just like i just said right it's like well i don't know but uh, we're saying it is so it is that's how it goes right and you kind of have mm. to be a little bit ballsy like that as a creator, as a because as a creator, you're bringing in things that haven't been here before, mm-hmm. right? And yep. so you're the one, you're the one that has to say, "Hey, I'm doing this." Um, I used to hear lots of stories, um, like about Steve Jobs, and he would come in and he'd be like, "Okay, you're going to make a phone that does this," and they go, "There's no technology for that," and he goes, "Great, then you'll get to create that too." And I'd like it done by, you know, next Tuesday at 9 a.m. And and it was like he had that authority. And and I want to kind 
try to break down that word a little bit, right? It had the, uh, I think about authority as authorship because the root of it is author, right? And it's that willingness as a entrepreneur, a creatorpreneur, whatever it is your project is, is the willingness to be the author of it. And an author doesn't go, oh, hey, like, do you think this character is okay? You know, it's just like, no, this character is asking to be in the book and he's going in the book. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I don't know. Like, I remember watching the movie about Steve Jobs. I can't remember what it was called, but I remember Job. this scene. <laughs> yeah, something like that, right? But I remember this scene where he was actually, he said yes to the computer guy um, to creating like the mainframe. He said yes to like a thousand of them, a thousand units. Um, and he had no idea. He had, he hadn't even created one yet. And he, <laughs> and the, and the guy was like, okay, I'll, I'll place an order. Um, it'll be a, I'll, I'll take a thousand. And he was like, sure. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. So he had, he hadn't even created one yet. And he said yes to a thousand. And that's the, um, the entrepreneurial spirit. That is that in a nutshell, where it's like, okay, um, I'm not, you know, I don't even know. I don't even know how. I don't even know if it's possible, but I'm going to say yes and figure it out. I'm going to say yes and jump in. And that's what we're talking about is testing versus trusting. So this idea that you have to trust in yourself 100% or that you have to trust in your product or in what your service 100% that you have to trust 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 in order to be a, to actually um go for it and create the business is really kind of a bunch of crap cuz I'll tell you what when I when I left my accounting job and I was self-employed for the first time I had no idea how to do it I had no idea if I was going to be able to find accounting clients I had no idea I just knew that I got laid off from my job that I wanted um, freedom and space and time to raise my kids and that I was I had a lot of tenacity and that I could figure it out along the way so that was what I took out into the marketplace is just that energy. I'm like, I'm, I'm doing this. I don't know how. I don't know if it's even possible. I don't know if I'll fail, but I'm doing it. And that's what's, so, that's what's created for me ever since because I've created three different businesses that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the one thing that I see so much with my clients, and I think you'd probably agree with this, is is that people wait for the right circumstance. Well, like when I have to have this much money in the bank, or my kids have to be out of the house, or, um, you know, I have to, I'm going to have to negotiate for an extra day off work for my boss or whatever it is. And it's like that, that when you insert things that don't belong in the success quotient, then Mm -hmm. that's what fills the calendar, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to wait till I believe I can do it. Oh, I'm going to wait till I think I can do it. Oh, I'm going to wait until all the circumstances are right. I'm going to wait until I have all the hows figured out. Do you know what? I still don't know how to do this damn show. You know, like, (laughs) I'm 
still like figuring out, and I would say both of us are, right? We're figuring out every time we get on, what's the flow? What's the energy? Like it's different every time. Sometimes we have a five dozen people in the chat room and sometimes we like today on a pre-record have one and it changes Mm -hmm. the energy and so we're we are continually testing and that's the other thing is people think that oh like it's easy for you because you already have a business well we're always even within this our business we're always growing and we're always testing the business Mm -hmm. yeah i mean we have stuff that we we (laughs) have stuff that we try that totally bombs like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, well, let's let's try this meme or let's try this post or let's try this launch or let's try this idea. And, you know, you could say that it was a complete failure um, because we don't know. We, we, can't, we can't 100% trust it or, you know, it's just about testing it. It's like what, you know, it's like uh, many years ago, Megan would say, um, I'm just throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing if it sticks. (laughs) (laughs) That was my formula. Let's see what happens. But you got to get in the game, you know, because if you're, if you're having Howie and should and, and um, when I conversations, then you're not in the game. You're on the sideline. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's like, it's like people think, they in I don't know where it is like you know um we're going to be we're going to be putting an audio file in our weird on the air Facebook group today as a value added for people it's a coach of mine Steve Chandler and he's talking about that whole audio is on testing versus trusting and he says something really funny in there he's like um you know kids don't go well gosh how's life working out for me like kids don't go I don't know if I can really trust this to happen. It's like you don't go up to a tree and go, I wonder if I trust that I can climb it. You just freaking mm-hmm. figure out how to climb the tree for hell's sakes, right? And so it's like, you know, it's like we somehow through the schooling process or through this idea that I need another course or another thing that I have to go through and then I can it's like we got trained out of that natural ability that natural propensity as a child to test things and to test and to test and to test and to to fall and to get up and to test and really that's really to create a business it's no more complicated than your willingness to develop that test muscle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so So I see this a lot yeah, let's see if this works and and practicing it. So, you know, I do a lot of business coaching for entrepreneurs. And one of the primary things with entrepreneurs is that they um they have the opportunity to sell themselves. Um even if you're an entrepreneur that's selling a product, um there is some aspect of you that you have to get into the door in order to sell your product. And so it's a, there's a selling process. There's an enrollment process with every entrepreneur. And I haven't found an entrepreneur yet who at the beginning of this process weren't trepidatious about trying to enroll or sell and not knowing how to do it and not wanting to be the used car salesman and not wanting to have people judge them or look at them like, oh, I can't believe you're trying to get my money. Right. So it's a it's a 
across the board situation for every entrepreneur I've ever met in one way or another. And this is exactly what we're talking about. Like you, you're not going to be able to trust yourself that you're going to be this amazing enroller or this amazing salesperson. You just have to test it. And it's literally taken Megan and I years and years to really be able to know what our true authentic enrollment looks like. So, mm-hmm. and it started, it started with really crazy, clunky conversations. Really, truly, like I don't even, I'm going to go on and on and rattle on and on about this thing that I do or this thing that I think I could do for you. And through that process came this idea of who we are as coaches, who we are as healers, who we are as people, and how do we best enroll. And um, people, especially um, I would say uh, entrepreneurs who are in the healing arts, you know, that are the um, energy workers and the coaches and the intuitives and psychics, um, they want to skip that part. They want to skip the enrollment part. They want people to find them and not have to um, actually show up and be visible and ask for um, ask for the sale almost to be able to say, hey, I think I can help you. Are you interested? You know, and here's what I offer and here are what my prices are. And that's why when I see it, like, you know, earlier today I was giving a shout out to Marietta who is um, from Sweden and she's in our um, Facebook group or in our Facebook group but also our magic school right now. And she went on Facebook Live this morning and talked about her healing business and talked about what she does um, for people. And it was really scary. And she totally showed up and was visible saying, hey, this is this is who I am and this is what I do. And if you want information, go to my website. And I just, I was like dancing and jumping up and down and I was yelling at Megan. I was saying, Megan, you gotta like check this out. I, it was all in Swedish, so I couldn't understand a word of it. I know. I just <laughs> saw the energy, felt the energy. <laughs> it was so fantastic, and that's what it takes, you guys. That is what it takes is like showing up and saying, "Hey, this is what I can help you with," and I'm going to be visible and vulnerable and put myself out there. Uh, she keeps doing that. She's going to have a full practice because people want, they want to know that you're out there. They can't, you, it's not okay to be best kept secret in the world. <laughs> yeah. So everywhere, uh, what invention are you using to create the need of being the best kept secret on the planet have you been choosing? And everything that is times a gazillion, can we agree destroy that, please? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. And, you know, I had this funny thought while you were talking. I'm like, who actually goes into business and goes, wow, I sure hope I can become a slimy salesman. Like, you know, it's so funny. <laughs> even the, even the car salesmen don't do that, I don't I, think. I don't, I don't think they do. I don't think they go, gosh. What do you want to be when you grow up, Johnny? Like a slimy car salesman. That's what I want, you know? 
So isn't that so funny how we're like, oh, I don't want to be a slimy salesman, but nobody wants to be a slimy salesman. I mean, like, I think some people do it because they are afraid or that they think that's the only way they can create money or whatever, right? But it's like they don't, like, start out that way. And so it's like, what if we could just totally create something totally different on the planet for for all of us conscious weirdos out there creating our deal, right? Like, like what if it was really – what if an enrollment conversation was life-changing? And this is one of the things – that really, really helped for me with my um, with my coaches, Steve Chandler, who I mentioned earlier, and the coach that I hired for a little while, Rich Lippin. Um, one of the things that um, that that he proposed to his coaches was that you, when somebody's looking at hiring you, that you sit down and you spend an hour or two hours with them, and you really see what is it they want, what is it they want, what is it they want, and to make that conversation like change their life, whether they hire you or not. And mm-hmm. I freaking love that because through the process of them choosing whether they want to coach with you or not, something opens up for them. And I know for sure I've made a difference. And 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 what if also that conversation around enrollment, because enrollment is really just about inviting people to choose greater for themselves. And whether it's your path, the thing you're selling, or another path, you're helping them get to that most sacred of all processes, choice. And and the very most sacred, which is what I like greater in my life and what would I be willing to do to create that. And I began to see, because in, enrollment actually, or sales used to, one of the original uh, meanings of the word was to serve, right? Mm-hmm. And so to the thing about it is, yeah, that's one of the, mm-hmm. that is one of, the most early definitions of it, right? So um, what if we we just, again, tested that having a conversation with somebody about something that you offer with the intent to contribute to them, with the mm-hmm. intent to serve them, to help them see clarity or something greater in their life? Like I, I literally had this conversation once with this girl about coming into one of my programs. And it was the most sacred thing, I swear. Like, it was awesome. It was a no for her, but the enrollment mm-hmm. conversation changed her whole life. And mm-hmm. I knew my job was done. It wasn't because mm-hmm. you have to understand that it's not about getting people to buy your stuff. It's mm-hmm. really about, is my stuff going to create the most for this person? And I think for conscious people, for healers and, and coaches and, and um, energy people, like I think that we could all get behind that that's what we're doing here. But you got to open your mouth. Mm-hmm. You got to open your mouth. Well, yes. And um, I would agree. Like there's been um, lots of enrollment conversations that I've had for intuitive readings or for coaching or for accounting or for anything that I've offered in the last 20 years. And um, there's lots of times where it's a no. There's lots of times where either I realize it's not a good fit or they realize it's not a good fit or like they actually just go away. Like they say, oh, yeah, that was amazing. That was so awesome. I'll get back to you and they never get back to you. And for those of us, you know, that can feel really like rejection or confusing or like, why did they say they're interested when they're not? Um, but to me, it's like, wow, that's awesome. If they don't come back, it's not a yes. 
It's not a yes. And so I'm not going to go chase them and like track them down and like nail them to the wall because they said they were interested and then they didn't quote follow through. I'm going to say, actually, that was a no for them. That was a no. So I'm going to send them energy and I'm going to like give them so much appreciation for knowing their no and, you know, move on to the next conversation. And that's the important part is that you have the next conversation. Like part of the process with Megan and me growing our business is that we actually have enrollment conversations weekly. Like I'll have two or three conversations sometimes a week that are enrollment conversations. And they're coming from a variety of places. And from that, some of them say yes and some of them say no. But if I'm never having those conversations, I never get to the yes or the no. And I stay in oblivion. I stay in hiding. I stay not actually um, expressing my gifts, talents, and capabilities to the world. So with that said, we got to go on break. Mm-hmm. Right, darling? we got to go on break. So Yes, we do. We're going to be talking to- more. Yes, we're going to be talking more about testing versus trusting. And you're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and we'll be back in a minute. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We are talking about actualizing your dream business and Mm -hmm. going 
like really letting go of the idea that you've got to really have all your shit together in order to uh, create your business in order to actually conceive of your business. Um, that it's really about jumping in and testing, having conversations about your ideas, having enrollment conversations with people, um, starting to actually sell your product or your service, and learning as you go. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, I have a I have a story I want to share by um uh shoot Yoka. Did I say that right, Elfie? I'll just call her Elfie. Um in the chat room who is living in China and um she's been tr- testing something this last couple of days, which I think is really really interesting cuz she wants to change her eyesight. Doesn't know if she can, doesn't know the how but has come up with some awarenesses that she's playing with and she's practicing. And so yesterday, for the first time, she went 24 hours with no glasses just Mm -hmm. to test it, just to see what it would be like. She rode a bike. She hailed a cab. Like, I don't even know how many other things she did. (laughs) Still off now, she says, because she's in the chat room right now, right? And, um... Um, tell me what, I think it like, she's like minus 500 or something. Like, I mean, it's yeah, not just so like, you know, she blind wears blind. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tiny bit lined. <laughs> yeah, 550. <laughs> You're so cute, but, Elfie. <laughs> who thinks of to do that, right? But who thinks to do that of like, oh, hey, I wonder if I could change my eyesight. I know I'm almost blind. But I'm going to give it my best shot. (laughs) (laughs) She said she got it from a book, the idea. There's actually a book that's called, and I don't know if if this is the book you're speaking to, Elfie, but it's called uh, Take Off Your Glasses and See. And that Uh, has some really, uh really good tips for, like, changing eyesight. It's actually by an optometrist who uses light therapy. Um, But... The thing about it is, and what I want to speak to with regards to the show and what we're talking about is like, you know, don't trust. Like, would an infinite being need to trust anything? An infinite being just creates. So there was an awareness that came through like, hey, I'd like to see. I'd like to change my eyesight and I wonder what's possible. And, and you know, in any sort of creative adventure, whether it's a business idea or a project idea, it starts there. <gasps> what if I could? <gasps> would it be fun to <gasps> right and mm-hmm. and then you go about testing the idea to see if it's viable to see if it works like you know no matter what is she worse off for going a day or two without glasses and playing with it right and seeing mm-hmm. what if right and the first place that most people go is what might not work Right? Instead of what Mm -hmm. if it will? What if Mm -hmm. it doesn't work? But what if it will? (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know? And the only way to know that is to dive in and to test. And like, I was so excited for her yesterday. She was uh, Facebook messaging me as some of of her adventures, her glassless adventures uh, in China. And it was like so, I was so proud of her and so excited. Because you guys, 
that's where the joy of life comes from. That's where living on the edge and feeling fulfilled comes from. It comes from testing. It doesn't come from certainty. Most people who have chosen certainty are check the F out, dude, is the people in the airport and you're kind of knocking on the door going, is anybody home? Because they've chosen a life of certainty, which I have to say, people, is boring as shit. Like, it is mm-hmm. just not fun. It's like, w- w- you know, it's like, what else? You know, what else are you going to do? So um, the, something that I'm stepping into that is really, really scary for me because I am totally, like, not crafty. I've never built anything with my hands, right? I've never created I've, – that, that's not been the kind of creator that I am, but I'm going to Burning Man this year. And my friend Candace and I were talking the other day, and I had this whole, like, like whoosh come up through my whole body and being. And it's like – Candace, we have to bring an art car. Okay, so people spend like months and years building these tripped out whatever mm-hmm. art cars for Burning Man, right? It's just basically a car made into art. But I just wanted something little because the, the art is so, so amazing and spectacular, right? So, um, but it, a lot of it's in the, what they call the deep playa, which is miles out and you can't, there's, you can't have normal vehicles. You either have a bike or an art car. And she goes, oh, she goes, I have a friend that has a razor, which I guess is kind of like a little dune buggy. It's a little four seater. And I'm like, well, what will we make it into? And she goes, well, you're a pirate. You need a desert ship. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And like, neither one of us have no <laughs> idea how to freaking build an art car how we're going to get it out there we have no clue but we know we're doing it and Mm -hmm. it's really exciting and it's really scary and it's like okay so the next step is is what resources do we have given that we don't we're not very crafty right what resources do we have and both of us like we're really good at pulling in people Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like and I began to think of all the people who would love to work on this project with us who would totally like come and do it just because it was freaking fun. And so I would say, you know, after the sort of the the idea comes through about, oh, I'd like to create this. Right. Wouldn't it be fun too? what if we could what if we could bring our car? Right. Is that you want to start going to what resources do I have? What you know, what capacities do I have? that could bring this forward. I don't have a building capacity. I didn't go there first, right? Because I'm I know that in order to create anything, I have to create it from my strengths. I have to create it from my genius capacities, right? And so I start going, okay, what am I genius in? I'm genius with people. I'm genius at, you know, at well, I'm genius at ideas and I'm genius at uh convincing people to step into my silly plans. I mean, sweetie, you've been the victim of this on more than one occasion of like getting involved in my shenanigans. And like, I have this enrolling ability to get people excited about stuff. Right. And so I'm like, okay, that's where I got to start. And so how many times do you get an idea, a really good idea, you get super excited and you go right to why you can't do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that that's not there. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have no idea how to do this. I have no idea, right? That That's coming through, but that's not where my focus is. I'm like, who do I know? What's next, <laughs> right? And like, well, I'm taking, and a, you, I'm taking an art part of Burning Man. I just want you to know yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, you you have genius capacities to enroll people in your ideas. 
in your dreams. And so why wouldn't you choose to do that with this project? And that's the cool thing about conceiving when you're talking about uh, being an entrepreneur and opening up into like a new project or a new business or a new creation is, okay, how can I conceive of this in a way that utilizes my genius abilities? And that might be a question that you ask yourself every day, right? And anything in the way of that, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, upon a pock, all nine shirts, boys, and beyonds. You know, it's kind of like one. Go. What? I had another clearing that came. Oh, okay. What strengths do I have that would bring this project to fruition with total fun and ease? Mm -hmm. And everything that doesn't allow that, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. With that kind of question, though, you guys, you don't have to do the clearing statement after. You could just ask the question. Like, I like to play in the questions a lot and just kind of roll around. It's like, okay, what strengths do I have that this project is asking for? Because at the end of the day, you guys, your project or anything you're building, whether it's a business, whatever it is, is it is actually asking you to show up bigger. Your project is an entity. It's an energy. The only reason it has showed up in the realm of ideas is because it wants greater for you. It wants you to show the F up, step the F up, and use more of you. That's why where these great ideas come from. In, in the large spectrum of things, the universe does not care if I have an art car. Mm. I don't think. It really cares. But it knows that this idea is going to take me on a journey. It's going to take me on an adventure that will create more in my life, that will create more fun, more joy, more something in my life. It's going to ask me to show up greater or it wouldn't have given me that idea. And so that's one of the things you got to ask is, okay, what is this business or project asking me to be, asking me to do that I haven't been willing to be or do yet on this planet? Yes, and it's kind of back to, you know, uh, tapping your genius capacities, you know, back to the example of enrollment or sales. Like This is something that Megan and I teach when we end coach is that you, there are genius capacities that you have even in that, that maybe you don't think you do. But if you were to ask the question, you could bring that energy to the conversation and create the sale in the way that's in massive alignment for you. So it's, for example, Megan is really, really probably not super strong with details at all. What? So when she's reading. (laughs) So... She um, doesn't enroll with details. She enrolls with enthusiasm. I am not very good at enrolling in front of, like, I'm not a, I wouldn't say I'm very strong as a speaker or in front of big, big groups. And so I'm not necessarily going to run out there to enroll big groups of people. But one-on-one When I give people an experience of who they really are, when I um, help them see the truth that they haven't been able to see, they are clamoring to work with me. They they see the, the genius. They feel the change. They are in the energy 
and they are like, sign me up. So that's the genius one-on-one ability that I have. So it's also about in that conceiving process of, okay, what genius capacity do I have with enrollment that I have been unwilling to see, be, receive, or know? Mm-hmm. Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes, sweetie. Yes, right and wrong, good and yes. bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Yeah, you bring up a really good point, right? So like with me, being having details not be a strong suit and actually not wanting them to be. So I want to help, I want to make that distinction. Right. There's certain things that you go, oh, I'm not good at enrolling. But I'm pro- if you're an entrepreneur, if you want a business, if you want to have practice, you've got to see what capacities you have in that area. You can't you can't like you you're at least going to have to enroll people who enroll for you. Right. Yes. At the very, <laughs> very least. So um, there's certain aspects that it's like, OK, given that, you know, given that given all of this. What are my capacities of enrollment? What do I know? Who do I know? Right? Mm-hmm. And you can start from there. And and for me, um, with the detail thing, I, I actually am not, a, I'm not into them. Like, I don't want to get good at it. Now, there's been other things that I feel like I haven't been good at, but that I found my genius. I found my strength in that or some aspect of it. Maybe it looked different than other people. And so with the details, I'm almost always asking, who do I know? Who can help me? Who can, you know, who can help with this? And there have been, I would say, probably like I have made a huge progress in technology and and those kinds of details as of the last like year or two, um, just enough to get by. Right. And so it's like, but I have a genius for enrolling people in my projects that are detail oriented. I tend to attract them. It's almost like the universe knew that it it actually left that brain cell out and I was going to need somebody with that brain cell to come and play <laughs> with me. And so that's one of the things that you want to be asking is like, okay, do I want to be good at this? And do I need to be good at this? And if I need to be good at this, okay, where can I start? What are some mm-hmm. capacities that I have that can bring this forward with total ease? Mm-hmm. We did it. We did a show. Gosh, I think it was this summer suites about the creator connector movers. What mm-hmm. Access talks about, like every business needs those. What and it's not necessarily three different people, but every business needs the energy of the creator, the energy of the connector. That's the enroller thing that we're talking about, and then the energy of the mover, which is the one that can see everything that needs to happen and can execute or. Um, uh, what do you call supervise the execution of that, right? And so one of the, the things show, that like, the, sh- the show is called The Three Amigos, by the way, if you want to go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and if you want to click amigos. on the archives button and if you want mm-hmm. to look up The Three Amigos, Creator, Connector, Mover, those are some of the details in order to access that show. <laughs> <laughs> now continue, darling. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know where I am now. That threw me off with the details. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so one of the things that they talk about in Access Consciousness with their business um, uh, leg called Joy of Business is they talk about um, how when you're starting any business venture that you want to call in the energies of, okay, 
Like you actually ask the energy of creator to come in. You ask the energy of mover to come in. You ask the energy of um, creator connector and connector to come in, right? So that if that shows up in the form of a person, that does. If it shows up just as an energy in you to kind of open the space and get things moving, then it does. But you're continually asking for and asking the universe to bring those energies forward. And so, like, and to know that those energies are available to all of us. Like, for me, I would say that I am a I'm a creator connector most strongly. But I would say I've never seen myself as a mover until actually recently when I did some clearing because I just saw myself as like, oh, I'm not very good at execution. But actually, I just hadn't found my way to execute yet. It just wasn't linear, right? And so we all have access to these different energies and it's really about finding your way with it. How do mm-hmm. I connect? How do mm-hmm. I execute? How do Where do my ideas come from? How do they come through me? Like, where do the, you know, and so, yeah, you don't have to be a big visionary getting 800 ideas a day, but your ideas might be subtle, right? They might come as a whisper. Um, and it's really about, okay, how do I do these things? And, and really getting curious about what you have available, what capacities, what strengths, and to be willing to take action on them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to come back from break. Um, And I don't know what else we're going to talk about with this, but you're going to Mm -hmm. want to come back. So you're listening Mm -hmm. to Love, Life, and All Things Weird on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be back. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. 
Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne. We really got to get this straight, babes. I thought I'm the one that brings the show in, and then you take people in and out of all the commercials. <laughs> I thought and that was you the rule. Yeah, and then you change it up every single week. <laughs> and you know what? I want this to be a lesson to everybody that they must be perfect before they go willy-nilly doing a radio show because otherwise they're going to end up like us. Okay? <laughs> Where there's all this, what our producer calls dead space, which is the most horrible thing you can do on radio is have dead space. <laughs> so what will it take for us to get clarity about that in the future, sweetie? Oh, and somehow it's going to be, like, somehow for us it works because then people are like, are they coming back? Like, <laughs> like what's right about this? That we either talk <laughs> over each other or nobody talks when we come back from break. Well, we're so random and crazy. Our listeners probably wonder what, like, did they leave? Like, is the show over? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> we got people mm-hmm. on the edge of the seat, says Keisha, our yeah. producer. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we it's do. True. <laughs> so, yeah, just, you know, take it from us. Like, we live what we teach, and we are not perfected, and we are not um, totally in trust entrusted or trusting or trustworthy (laughs) we just Mm -hmm. dive in and test it all the damn time every damn day i mean this morning we had pajamas on we were doing facebook live with coffee there was stuff coming out of my mouth that you were like what what do you mean you're doing that (laughs) it's always it's always a surprise um, but that's where the magic happens. That's where the, you get into the fire and the refiner's fire and you start to, um, l- like, be creative and learn under pressure and pull it out and do kinds of awesome stuff, you know. And it's real and it's authentic and it's true. And so, you know, people love that. And that we do with that in spades. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely do. And, you know, as like I said before, is like there's no formula. I think everybody's like, I think that's one of the reasons why formulaic marketing programs make so much money is because mm-hmm. everybody thinks there's a formula. And the only reason they're not being successful is they don't have the formula yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the formula is get in the ring, fall down, stand up, fall down, stand up, fall down. Uh, what is it? Like, um, there's a, a quote that I saw recently. It said, um, uh, build fast, fail fast, adjust fast, right? So faster. it's like I no, think it was like fail fast, faster. Yeah, fail faster, mm-hmm. right? Risk mm-hmm. fast, adjust fast, fail fast, or something like that, right? And it really is like um, uh, I had a, a coach one time said that money favors quickness because it's an energy, right? And so, like you think about water coming down a mountain, it's going to find the quickest path to the bottom, right? So mm-hmm. with energy is looking for that quick path, that quick movement, that flow. And so when people wait and wait and wait and they try to get all their ducks in a row, everywhere you've been trying to get your ducks in a row, can you uncreate and destroy it, please? 
Yes, please. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pod, talk, online, boy, shorts, and beyond. You got to get damn ducks into those damn ducks. How in the hell do you get ducks in a row? That's what I want to know. You know, like, <laughs> you have to be the mama. You have to yeah. be the mama and get really mad at the ducks. And then they <laughs> they get in line. But it takes a lot. And there's a lot of authority and a lot of intensity there for those little ducks. So is there another way? <laughs> there, There is a um, girl, that is, a woman that is doing some personal assisting for me. And she, she says, you know, I'm learning so much by being your assistant. And I said, really? What's that? And she goes, well, I just thought you had to have your shit together to do this kind of stuff or to be this successful. And she goes with like all these details, like you don't even know how to do. And I'm like, I know because you're doing them. <laughs> and it, it, But it was really cool because it gave her permission because in her mind, she had to have these certain set of circumstances all lined up and then she could. Instead of jump in, figure it out as you go and be willing to to do that adjust fast, right? Because even like when I look at the things that created business for me six, seven, eight years ago, they will not work today. You know, it's like I have to continue to invent and create. And like you you know this too, is like, okay, like what else is possible? What is beyond what anyone else can see right now that would allow me to bring this to market, that would allow me to monetize this, that would allow me to connect for who is looking for this. And so, you know, it's just that kind of continual like, okay, now what? It's like you never know what a day is going to be. You're actually inventing your day. We're inventing this conversation. Life is an invention. And when you get that and you just like are that kid just inventing all day, building forts and building the next thing and not worrying about if life, if the circumstances of life are going to allow him to build a fort, right? To kind of guys get that, it's like, wow, like when did we lose that? Mm-hmm. When did we lose that ability to just build a fort and then build a swing and then fall down and then <laughs> realize like I did, I built a swing out of, twine, bailing twine in my hayloft when I was a kid on the rafters, right? And I left it there over the wintertime, not really realizing it would rot. And like I started swinging on it and that sucker split. And like I went flying (laughs) down the barn, like probably 20 feet. Like I flipped twice or three times in the air. My niece, Becky, who listens to the show, so she'll like this story, just watched me spin. And then I literally landed on my head in a cow pie at the bottom of the barn, right? (laughs) And it's like the cow pie broke my fall. So how does it get better than that? I didn't have a concussion. Well, I don't, maybe I did have a concussion, but I just got up and went and hosed my head off and went back up to and started playing again. Right, and I didn't worry about it, and it's like, okay, mental note to self: don't put a new swing in every season. Okay, good, got it. You know what is so hysterical about this? Seriously, what? this story is. I feel like <laughs> because the the story that came to my mind when I was a kid, and I just kind of went out and didn't wasn't prepared, is so different than the story that you just shared. Mine is about, you know, when you're in grade school and they give you those Christmas wrap um, to sell to your family and your friends. And if you sell all this 
Christmas wrap, then you got like these prizes at school and it was really cool. So of course my family was super poor. So my mom was not going to buy Christmas wrap. So I had no idea how to even fill out the paperwork or even what I was selling or anything. I just went door to door, started knocking on people's doors and saying, Hey, do you want to buy some Christmas wrap? And this lady was like, sure. And then she had to help me for the next half an hour, figure out how to fill out the form you know, and put her name on it and pay for it and tell me and show me how to do it. But that was my big, like, I don't know how to do this, but I just want me to, I want to get me surprises and I want to sell some freaking, you know, wrapping paper. And so that was that's my story. But yours, of course, you land in a cow pie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just more dramatic, sweetie. <laughs> with my I think testing. mine was a good story but yours went first, and so therefore you had to, like, stage up, you know, upstage my story. Because I was being this entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, I was being so an cute. <laughs> your, your propensity to take action, like, I wish I could bottle that. I wish I could bottle it and give it to all my clients and give myself a little dose. And I wonder if you have any insight or tips for the people about how they could build that muscle of test, act, act, take an action, take an action. Is Do you know what, I mean, I know it's intrinsic in part, but like, do you know what that is? Can you give them a tip? Well, I would say, like, don't think about it. Like, actually, just jump. Um, it, it, the more you think about it, the more you'll stop yourself and not actually take action. So, like, that's an example. I get home, I pull it out of my backpack, and I just walk out the door. So how could you do that in your life? You know, it's kind of like I get an idea for a program, I write it all down, I create the landing page. Two days later, I've launched it to my list. I don't allow myself to actually slow down enough to get so scared that I won't do it. <laughs> so, so, oh, our our speaking and improv coach used to call this Godspeed. He would make us uh -huh. go so fast with these activities that we would get out of that fear brain. So it's mm -hmm. like just test fast, actually. Mm -hmm. Don't think, yeah. test. Go faster, and test again go faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, honey. I love that. Okay, well, we only have about 30 seconds, so I just wanted to let everybody know that we're going to keep talking business and I think maybe the next show we might actually get to the five stages of business I think we should make the next show the five stages of business what do you think all let's right do it. let's do it okay join us let's next do it. week let's for the five them. stages of business okay let's do it bye for now everybody Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.